Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal lovers, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Marie Hewlett, and have I got a great show planned for you today. First up, we'll be talking to an amazing young woman who is doing all that she can to rescue abused and neglected pit bulls and get them into loving, responsible homes, while at the same time doing outreach and education to help dispel the myth that these loyal, kind dogs are monsters because they're not, a story that the news media repeats over and over again. Then, after our halftime break, animal advocate Joe Fleischen will be stopping by to talk about how his organization is raising money to help all kinds of animal causes. So stay put and we'll get started momentarily here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is Christine Bonner from Orange County Pitbull Rescue. Welcome to the Pet Place, Christine. Thank you very much, Marie. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here because I really like talking about this topic because I love pit bulls, and I feel that they have such a bad rap in the media, and they are just the most loyal, kind dogs that need help. They're abused, they're neglected, they're used in animal fighting, and we need to do everything we can to shine the the bright, wonderful spotlight on them. Absolutely. So you are with Orange County Pitbull Rescue. Let's start by saying, what is this organization all about? You know, Orange County Pitbull Rescue, um, we started out in 2010, I am not the founder, however, I worked directly with the founder starting in 2011, and she was an absolute wonderful mentor to me. Her name is, Rebe- is Rebecca Yusko. Um, you know, we are a small group of just really passionate pit bull people. We work within the community to rescue these dogs. We do a lot of education, advocating, and community outreach. And, and we are the only Pitbull-specific organization in Orange County. Wow, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. They, they need for you to have lots of volunteers in because I know every single shelter that I visit in Orange County is just filled with Pitbulls, and that yes. just breaks my heart. We have a really good volunteer base. We are definitely always looking to grow that volunteer base. We recently had uh, another volunteer orientation that we co-hosted with SoCal Pitbull Team that we do a lot of um, events with. They're a local advocacy group. And it's been really successful for us to really find the volunteers um, that either want to focus more on advocacy or focus more on the community outreach or work specifically with the dogs. We want to build on on what people want to do. So do you have a foster network then, or do you have an actual shelter facility? I wish we had a facility, but we are 100% foster-based throughout the county. That's actually a good thing, though, because when dogs get to go into a foster home, they learn the rules of being an indoor pet and how Absolutely. to interact with other animals. So 
So yeah. that's, that's a good thing. I think with the facility, our, you know, our kind of our pipe dream would be to have, it would be more of a transitional place. You know, when we took a dog into the program, we could learn more about them, a place for obedience training classes to happen, you know, oh, all nice. of those good things, but still remain foster-based, even with a small facility. Absolutely. And do pit bulls require more training than other dogs? Uh, no. They required obedience training just like every dog. <laughs> You know, you're taking an animal and you're domesticating it and you need to learn to speak their language. And that's done through bonding, through obedience training. It's so important to understand what it is that they're trying to tell you and what it is and how you want to communicate what you want from them. And that's all done through obedience training. They are extremely smart, though. Oh, I know they are. But <laughs> and they are so cute, so they're master manipulators. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I love about pit bulls is they have the most incredible dog smile of all the breeds out there. Pit bulls just have this adorable grin. It's great. <laughs> the, you know, I think I was drawn to the breed. I've, I've uh, been a pit bull owner myself for over 13 years. Uh, my first pit bull, pit bull is what got me started in this. His name was Joe. He's no longer with us, unfortunately. Aww. But I remember, you know, I grew up with cats. I moved out on my own and I wanted dogs. And I had never had such a connection with a dog until I got a pit bull because they tend to connect so much with their owners and their family. They're so people-oriented. That's why they thrive you know, in family environments. Well, that's the thing about pit bulls that most people don't realize because of all the bad press. Mm -hmm. These dogs were actually bred from the very beginning to be extremely loyal and family-oriented. And in the 30s and the 40s and Mm -hmm. the 50s, they were the iconic family dog. They were on the RCA record label. Um, They were the little guy with the little rascals group. I mean, everybody loved pit bulls, and somehow it all changed, and it really has nothing to do with the breed of dog, but it has everything to do with irresponsible pet ownership and people who don't bother to train their dogs and, and give them the rules of what's expected and what's not expected, and that's where problems happen in any breed. Absolutely. You know, I, it's, a, it's a conversation that can happen so many times with us at adoption events or other community events where people will come up and they'll say, you know, my dog's acting out, and I'll ask them, well, you know, when was the last time you walked them? Or, you know, we, we try to have a conversation to understand some of the behavior, and more often than not, the dog's just a little frustrated. They sure. just need, you know, they need the rules and boundaries. That goes back to them being master manipulators. They love to test. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they thrive, you know, in a very loving and safe environment, and they, they love exercise. Uh, so many, you know, pit bulls are athletes. They love to get out there and smell the world and be a part of it and, you know, be around people and other dogs. It, it's where you get a really happy a happy dog. Absolutely. I have a friend who takes her pit bull over to our local dog park every single day, and she spends at least two hours there just throwing a ball. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the two hours, she's exhausted, but the dog still wants to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I have a foster girl like that right now. I'm I'm fostering a dog named Minnie, and she is my little athlete. From day one, she loved the Frisbee. Mm-hmm. We She just started jumping for it, took to it. It's on repeat every time we throw it in the yard. Um, she loves the flirt pole. We do a lot of flirt pole. Flirt pole ah, can't talk. Training with her. I don't know and, what that is. Um, the flirt pole is kind of like a giant cat toy. Bad Rap uses it a lot with their oh, dog training. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's really fun. It engages them. It's obedience training, but it's really a lot of mental stimulation for them. 
And Minnie loves it. She has learned leave it. She's learned take. She's learned sit, give, all of those good commands from doing the flirt pole. And then, of course, she loves our, you know, multi-mile walks at the local park where she can look at the squirrels and meet other dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. They love meeting other dogs. They're very social and good-natured. Yeah. So they really, they really are. I, I fell in love with the breed, as I mentioned, and I haven't looked back. I think it, it lit a fire under me that hasn't gotten smaller. It's only grown larger over the <laughs> many oh, years. I can tell just by talking with you. And you have a special approach to rescue. Can you talk a little bit about that? You know, because we are foster-based, we can only take in dogs based upon um, our foster home availability, and we really strive to match the dog with the foster home. You know, this is somebody that is going to do 24-7 volunteer work, and we're asking a lot of them, and so we want it to be as seamless as possible. Um, Whenever we take a dog into the program, we commit to them 100%, regardless of what it is, behavior, veterinary care. Um, We have amazing fosters that work with some equally amazing trainers through the organization, mm-hmm. and we, we do whatever it takes. And, and the rescue work doesn't stop once they're adopted. You know, we want to be a lifetime resource for our adopters. Um, we have stepped in, you know, years into an adoption. If the family hits hard times, we will help with veterinary care, training needs, uh, whatever it takes. We want the adoption to remain successful. Wow, that is wonderful. And you also are huge advocates in the community. Can you tell me a little bit about the action plan that you have in place? Oh, wow, that's, that's a large action plan. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we, we've we seen a shift in, in rescue work, not just in, in Orange County, but, you know, throughout the U.S. And what we're starting to do is not just focus solely on rescue, we are looking towards more community outreach and support, more owner support. And so what we're, you know, we currently, we will go into local government meetings. We mentor students. We, you know, we hold events every two weeks. We have a phenomenal following on our Facebook page. As of today, we're at over 160,000 followers. So wow. thank you to everyone out there that likes us and supports us. Um, what is but, your Facebook page? I'm sorry? What is your Facebook page? It's Orange County Pitbull Rescue. Ah, easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but with this new shift in kind of our thinking, we are in talks currently with other rescuers and our local shelters to develop some pretty impressive programs that are modeled after other successful organizations like Bad Rap and Downtown Dog Rescue that have already implemented these programs. We're looking to build um, shelter intervention programs, uh, free obedience training for the community and for the shelter dogs, uh, microchip vaccine uh, spay-neuter clinics, and we are currently working on building a database of breed-friendly rentals, too. So it's a big undertaking. We need a lot of support, but it's just in the talks now. We know it's not going to happen overnight, but that's definitely where our focus is headed. Outstanding. And I know you have some special events coming up, too, to help get the word out. Can you talk a little bit about some of your fun ones coming up oh, on yes. the calendar? Oh, yes. We've got two of our biggest fun ones coming up. I'm really excited about them. Um, I had mentioned SoCal Pitbull Team before, and we started last year our annual National Pitbull Awareness Day event. It's at Central Park in Huntington Beach. It's on October 25th. We're co-hosting with them, and our theme this year is Celebrating America's Dog because that is what Pitbulls are. They are America's Dog. Yes, they um, are. Banfield Pet Hospital just came out with a study that said that they are the number five most po- popular family dog in the U.S. right now. So there's another positive um, perception that is changing. You know, people love the breed. They're seeing them. The dogs are selling themselves. 
That's and I great don't mean news. selling, but selling yeah. yourself. <laughs> no, no, I know exactly what you mean. No, that's really good news. I hope it continues in that direction. And you have another event coming up on November 2nd? Yes. We we were asked by the Stand Up for Pitts Foundation through Rebecca Corey to participate in Stand Up for Pitts LA. It's at the Hollywood Improv. We are participating in it along with Downtown Dog Rescue, and we are really excited for this. Um, We've watched both these organizations over the years. I myself attended the One Million Pibble March in Washington, D.C. this past year. Oh, good for you. Yeah, and so, you know, we are just honored to be a part of, you know, these work with these two organizations to continue our good works together. Well, Christine, you know, it has been so much fun talking with you that I realize we're out of time. Oh, no. (laughs) So before I let you know, before I let you go, rather, let's give everybody your web address out. Our website is www.ocpbr.org. Fabulous. And thank you so much for stopping by the Pet Place today. Thank you, Marie, for having me. I'm really excited. We need to take a very quick break now, but we'll be right back after a message from KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it is my pleasure to introduce our next guest. It's Joe Fleischen, the president of Animal Donation Advocates. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Good morning. Oh, very well. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're on the show today because I understand you started a new group that helps a lot of different animal organizations, and it's called Animal Donation Advocates. Tell me about that. Well, an- Animal Donation Advocates started when uh, one day I went to uh, my vet, and a, a person was sitting there with his cat, and the cat is meowing, and I asked him, uh, why are you crying? And he said, well, I just lost my job, and I'm not able to take care of my pet. And so I said to the vet, because it's the same vet that I take my animals, um, and uh, I told him, you know, please help him do it, and we'll find the money to pay for it. So I started raising money, and within a day or two, I had the the full amount of money. If I remember correctly, it was about $300 at the time. So we raised the money, and we paid. And from then on, I uh, saw that because of the uh, downturn in the economy. A lot of people were also calling us and asking us to take the pets, and uh, some of the vet was calling us also and, and telling us that the people cannot afford for the veterinarian bill. See what we can do. So I started raising money um, to help with that, um, uh, you know, that, that uh, mission of us what to help people unemployed, fixed income, yeah. uh, with uh, veterinarian bills. That is a wonderful cause that you're working for, and I know so many people, they find themselves in that position of suddenly facing emergency veterinary bills that can just add up so quickly, and they could be overwhelming for people, especially people who are struggling in this economy, and for you to step in and start raising money to to help in that situation, that is so so commendable, and I am really thrilled that you're doing that, and you're going to continue to do that too. So, how can somebody help out? Do you have a website presence? Yeah, we have uh, uh, two websites. One is uh, um, a website, a regular website. It's 
www.donateandsaveapet. And we are in the process of having on October 5th, between 1 and 5, at the Hilton in Irvine, a fundraising casino for K9. And for that, we have a, a website uh, just for that fundraising, um, org. Okay, so a and couple different websites, and then anything on Facebook? Yes, we also, into Donate to Save a Pet, we are tied up into uh, Facebook also. Well, that's fabulous. So you can pretty much find your organization everywhere, Donate to Save a Pet. And I love the idea of casino for canines. I know so many people enjoy uh, playing card games and pretending they're in Las Vegas, especially if it's for a good cause. And you said that Sunday, October 6th in October Irvine? October 5th. October 5th. Between 1 and 5. Between 1 and 5. The Hilton in Irvine, across the street from John Wayne Airport. Okay, that's easy enough to find. And I I think all of our listeners... It's right on MacArthur Boulevard. Sounds like a really good location. In in the time that you've been doing this, and and how long has it been now? Uh, I started participating in different uh, non-profit organizations that uh, rescue animals about 20 years ago. Oh, okay. However, this organization started around 2008. Okay. um, Because because, um, I found out that uh, there's there's a few... um, Politics involved with uh, some other nonprofit organization, and I decided my main issue. I don't have any politics involved. My main issue: I'll work with anybody that wants to help the animals. Good for you. Yeah, and politics so, should stay out of yeah. uh, out of so, good causes. <laughs> yeah. So right now, right now we are team up with about twenty five veterinarians who gives us about between twenty to twenty five percent every time we recommend. Uh, a person to go there and have the uh, animal taken care of, and it's all the way from Santa Maria to San Diego. Oh, okay. So they'll give you a discount then. Yes, most oh, of them uh, will give us a discount. And the fact that we are nonprofit mm-hmm. and we pay on time, and when we tell them we're going to pay, we pay. In <laughs> in all the years that you've been doing this, what is your absolute favorite accomplishment? Well, the favorite accomplishment to see that um, the animal stays with the owner. And uh, the owner was so happy that somebody was actually uh, came through and helped him to um, to uh, take care of their pet. Um, I can give you a short story. It's not veterinarian, oh, sure, but please, um, please do. Just before Christmas, uh, I got a call from concerned animal lover Kathy, and she tells me, "Joe, you gotta help me." I said, "What? Well, Did some animal got hit by a car?" No, no. She said, "It's worse than that." I said, what can be worse than that? She said, well, in reality it's worse, but uh, the the animal didn't suffer any injury. What happened, uh, a dog um, came out of the yard and ran away in Palmdale, and somehow, because it had a chip, they found, um, they, they found the owners, and they called the owner to come pick the animal up, the dog up, and the person just lost his job and he didn't have the $301. So here goes Saturday afternoon about noontime when I got the call and I asked Kathy, can you find out where his bank account is? And he said, Chase. And I said, great, because our bank account is in Chase. I was able to go to Chase at noontime, transfer the money to his bank account, and when he got the dog back, 
he sent me a picture of the dog, and it's unbelievable. They fixed him up with the hair standing up like a mohawk and stuff like that. <laughs> I thought it was really cute, and he couldn't tell me how happy he and his 10-year-old son were to get back the dog oh, because I they were going to euthanize the dog. Oh. So in in one sense, it's not really veterinarian, but it's another. And then two hours later, I get another call from Kathy. And she said, I have a similar situation. That's at a, a shelter in uh, uh, Orange County. And I said, no problem. That's really close. I, I, I can pick up a check, go down there, and, and help the family. So I go down there, and uh, they actually didn't want to take the check from the Animal Donation Advocate, Inc., because my name was not on a check. Oh, yikes. So I <laughs> Don't turned... you hate bureaucracy? <laughs> wow. I couldn't believe it because we are non-profit. I said, today I'm the treasurer, tomorrow somebody else. We can't keep changing names on the check. Mm-hmm. So I turn around to my wife and say, wife, it's time for you to write a check. So <laughs> she, she loves animals just like me. So. And her name is wife. Gail, Gail Fleischer. <laughs> for 46 years, I'm proud of it. <laughs> There you go. I bet she's proud of you, too, with yeah. all the work that so, you do. She wrote the check, and I go to the window, and I give... It was for $214. It was Yikes. a cute gray poodle. Um, and the son, uh, I, I told the girl, you got to be ashamed of yourself for not giving them the dog. The son, next, on Monday morning, this is Saturday, on Monday morning, was uh, flying to Afghanistan. Oh, man. I said, for what he's doing for our country, we should give him 10 dogs for free, not one dog for free. Yeah, definitely. And anyway, so I gave her the check, and I said, here is the check. Is that good? She said, yeah, because you and your wife's name is on it. I said, but how do you know the check is good? <laughs> um, but anyway, she took the check, and you should have oh. seen the face of the mom and the son faces. They were, un- it was just, it was worth if I if I didn't take I should have taken a picture, but if I took a picture, it would be one of the best pictures I ever seen in my life. I bet, and that's the satisfaction that I get out of it. Oh, that is very sweet. Are you starting to post pictures on your website now? Yes, though, we now have, that you know better. <laughs> yes, we have pictures. Uh, Holly, it's a dog that uh, is totally paralyzed on a on um, uh, hips, mm-hmm. and we just got him uh, about a month or two ago. We got him wheels. So he's um Oh wheels, excellent. Yeah, so if you can see him before we got him and you'll see the picture after we got him and on the website donate to save a pet dot org, you'll see his pictures. Oh and he'll give you some it cost us uh, two hundred uh, two thousand dollars to with oh, the wheels wow. and with the veterinarian. You know, vet bills, impound fees, I mean they they are so expensive and I know that so many families just cannot afford these costs. How do you raise the money to to help as many people as you do? I raise the money uh, by asking people uh, when they come to do the taxes. I ask them, "Do you need a tax a tax deduction?" And most of them, if they need a tax deduction, they will donate the money, and that's basically how I raise the money. Oh, that's very cool. So, where's your tax business? In uh, uh, Santa Ana, uh, it's Unicorn Tax Service. Unicorn. Tax. Yeah. Excellent. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you're doing your fun casino night. Yeah. And I heard someone mention that you're doing a Jeep Cherokee giveaway. Yeah, What's we going have, on with uh, that? We have Glenn Thomas from uh, uh, Signal Hill donated a Jeep Cherokee 2014. 
and we will go. We cannot say Rafa. We have to say opportunity drawing. Mm-hmm. And the ticket to purchase the the for the opportunity drawing is twenty dollars. Okay. The, the value of the jeep is between twenty three to twenty five thousand dollars. Wow! And and your ticket, even if you don't win, is still a winner because yes. you're, you're helping a good right. cause. Right. And and you don't have to attend. You can buy them online, and oh, you nice. don't have to attend. As long as we get your name and telephone number, and we will let we will let the person know that wins the vehicle. Outstanding. Joe, um, this is such a great program, and I suspect you'll be doing a lot more great things in the near future. So please keep in touch, and thank you so much for chatting with us yeah, today. Thank you. I, can I say one more thing? Sure. We also um, uh, team, like I said, with other veterinarian uh, nonprofit organizations that when they rescue an animal and they need me- uh, veterinarian help, medical help, we come through. The third mission we have is to do low-cost pay and neuter in the United States, in Mexico. Okay. As of today, we did 25,000 animals, dogs and cats in Mexico wow. from January to today. That is awesome. Uh, Thank you for sharing with yeah. that, sharing that with us yeah. today. And you know what? It is time to take our last break of the morning. But when we return, be ready for Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Tomorrow, from 9 a.m. to noon, lasso up all your kin and the little buckaroos and join the OCSPCA for their 17th annual Walk for the Animals fundraiser. This year's theme is Pure Country. They're putting on a boot-scootin' good time full of fun, prizes, and entertainment. Their silent Pauction will be the best in the West. Plan on seeing lots of cowboys, cowgirls, bandits, and varmints in the best country western costume and best trick contests. The grilled cheese truck, Dogzilla, and Waff and Roll will be on hand to serve up some mighty fine vittles. There will also be a grand pledge prize to the individual who raises the most pledges and special prizes for everyone who raises $150 or more. Head on over to John Philly's Grill today to pre-register and pick up your tea and goodie bag. You'll be rewarded with a serving of John's crazy delicious fries. For more information about the event and volunteering your talents, give a holler to 714-964-4445 or better yet, send an email to info at orangecountyspca.org. Well, that's all for me today. Remember... Pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please spare new to your pets and have a wonderful day. (laughs) 